0: at least in Germany. And with the Bundesliga coming up just this weekend myself and Tom are going to have a little look into the top league in Germany the only one in Europe that is going to restart this early the first ones the, the guinea pigs if you will if much like I would imagine most Premier League and Football League fans if you don't know too much about the Bundesliga then that's exactly what this episode is all about me and Tom are going to do our best to try and give you a bit of information as to where we've left off with the Bundesliga who's well who's battling for what and also give you a bit of information about every single one of the 18 teams in that division if you're like me and Tom and you can't watch sport without pinning your colours to the master of a team then uh, as we said we're going to try and go through each team give you a little bit of insight and see if there's a side that is maybe similar in the Premier League to those ones in the Bundesliga
1: So, yeah, as Callum said, if you're struggling to know which team to go for, maybe it's a place that you've been to before. Maybe it's a team that has taught your rivals in European football.
0: Maybe there's uh, been a pre-season friendly where you've seen a team come down to, uh, to play your team or maybe one of your former players is over there.
1: Or like me, who spent a lot of quarantine on Football Manager, it might just be a team you have managed to take all the way to glory.
0: We'll go from top to bottom with the uh, with the teams. But firstly, let's let's give you a little bit of information as to how the land lies in Germany and the little differences and little nuances with the Bundesliga that you might not be familiar with that are, that are different to the way that the uh, the English football pyramid goes just let's start with the top then there will not be any surprise to you I mean everyone listening to this will have a different level of knowledge about the Bundesliga what shouldn't be any surprise to anyone is that Bayern Munich are currently top and they've won the last eight league titles so they're currently top but it's not a foregone conclusion as it is essentially in the Premier League with Liverpool Bayern Munich are top only four points behind them are Dortmund, Borussia Dortmund. And then between Dortmund in second and Leverkusen in fifth, there's only another four points covering those teams. So the race for the Champions League is really tight. And then Dortmund are only four points actually behind Bayern. Uh, and A lot of those teams have got to play each other. So in terms of Champions League qualification and the title race, especially with the, the, the unknown of how the players are going to come back, how fit they're going to be, how much work they've done on the training ground first. se, and obviously no fans. It's it's really game on at the top of the Bundesliga. What's the situation with the, with the race for, for the Europa League and European positions, Tom?
1: So Leverkusen occupy the first Europa League spot and below them we have Schalke. However, Schalke are quite far behind Leverkusen. So then it becomes cr- quite a crunch. You've got Schalke, Wolfsburg, Freiburg, Hoffenheimer, maybe even Cologne are in the mix for it. So it's very, very tight. Only five points separate Schalke from Cologne. So, you know, coming towards the end of the season, those teams are going to be fighting in amongst themselves. And it's so tight that even the likes of Cologne, if they were to have some poor results, could start finding themselves in a relegation battle. So that middle part of the table is really, really quite exciting and seeing how that's going to develop. Yeah, it is. It is. There's a lot to play for. So to just to recap, the top four teams, uh, they get Champions League football, or at least the chance to qualify for Champions League football. Then
0: 5th and 6th place are the teams that qualify for the Europa League. And that's very familiar to those who follow the Premier League. What's a bit different in the Bundesliga, and I think it's brilliant actually, is that the relegation side of things is is slightly different to what you have in England. There are only 18 teams, so 17th and 18th will get relegated at the end of the season. There are only two spaces there for immediate relegation. Then the team who finishes in 16th place has a playoff with the team that finishes third in the second division which is the Bundesliga 2. So currently SC Paderborn are on 16 points, and they're in 18th, so bottom of the pile. Then Werder Bremen, who we'll come on to later by a big surprise, uh, they're down in 17th, so that's second automatic relegation position, but they do have a game in hand. Over the team, four points ahead of them, Dusseldorf, they are in 16th place, and that 16th place is the one where, come the end of the season, you're neither safe nor relegated. You have a playoff against the team that finishes third in the second division. So for instance, if, if the Premier League was to end as it is now and the Championship, then you'd have two sides relegated in Aston Villa and Norwich. And then Bournemouth would face Fulham, who are in third place. So rather than a playoff system like in a Championship, you have a playoff between a side who's not had the greatest season in the top division against the side who's played well and just missed out on promotion. Then, obviously, in 15th place and above, everybody survives for another season. Yeah,
1: it's a very exciting way to decide relegation and it gives an opportunity for someone who's missed out in the lower division to have a real crack at going up without having to go through the lottery that is the playoffs in the championship where you can finish sixth and you can beat third place so that team that's finished third that they have had a far better season to finish that high could then be knocked out by a team that are just a considerable number of places below them so that's how it stands at the moment Bayern on top and you've got Paderborn on the bottom we're going to go through each side We've got nine teams each. We're going to give you a quick fire fact file, who to look out for, what their current situation is, and just a little bit about that team. So Callum, top of the pile, buy-in. No time so as we said Bayern top on 55 points with a four point cushion they've won the last seven league titles this would be their eighth consecutive and their 28 time German league winners you, you guys will know a lot about Bayern Munich from the Champions League competitions Lewandowski has had a terrific season he's a goal a game 25 goals 25 games he's got nine games left and he's actually only nine points off of the second all time scorer for Bayern so um, he'll be looking to try and get that by the end of the- the season their next game is, is Union Berlin away on Sunday and they've still got Dortmund and Leverkusen to play away
0: and Gladbach to play at home and they're also still in the German Cup semi-finals and in the Champions League if I were to liken them to an English team currently I'd say Liverpool Though Liverpool haven't won as many league trophies their uh, history they're probably the best two teams in Europe and the history of titles is is up there with Bayern
1: Russia Dortmund there's so much you can say about them they are full of exciting talent Erling Haaland, Jadon Sancho, Marco Royce, Julian Brandt, Schulz, Thorgan Hazard, Mario Götze, Axel Witzel. So many exciting players to go through. Top scorer Sancho is on currently 17 goals before the Bundesliga was stopped. They'd won seven out of their last eight games. The talent that everyone's talking about at the moment has got to be the Norwegian striker Erling Haaland. He's got... 12 goals in 11 appearances. I was actually going to liken them to Liverpool as well with the rock and roll football that they play. However, if you want to pick a side who are incredibly exciting, then Borussia Dortmund playing that style of football famous under Jurgen Klopp, then that is the team to go for. And I guess that's a a comparison to make as well. So
0: Jurgen Klopp, Liverpool... Versus the Jurgen clock Dortmund that we had before. Right, the team in third place, RB Leipzig. You may have heard a fair bit about them. They're in the Champions League. Recently beat Tottenham. They're only founded in two thousand and nine and are bought by Red Bull. They're in the fifth tier, actually called SSV Markenstruck. But they're runners up in their debut season sixteen seventeen. Uh, hated across Germany. For, for exactly that the fact that they have no history and they've brought their way to the top Timo Werner is the uh, is in second place in the top score charts he's got 21 goals in 25 games linked with the likes of Liverpool and Chelsea in the Premier League this summer and they've also got one of the best young managers in Julian Nagelsmann They're still in the Champions League they've only got Dortmund left and that's at home out of all the big sides so expect Leipzig to potentially have a good chance of, uh, of challenging Bayern. Obviously, from a Saints perspective, Ralph Hasenhuttle, former manager for them. Adamola Lookman, former Everton player, Angelino and Ampadu from Man City and Chelsea, respectively. Team players you might know in the Premier League. I've likened them to Man City, although they haven't had the same success and haven't yet won their Bundesliga debut title, the big investment and all the money that was pulled in by Sheikh Mansour is quite similar to what happened 10 or so years ago to what's happened to uh, Leipzig, although obviously they were bought from a much lower position.
1: Occupying the last Champions League spot, we have got the team with the longest name in the league, that is Borussia Mönchengladbach, a bit of a mouthful and hated by trophy carvers alike. Their top scorer is Alison Play, he came from Nice, although He's the top scorer in the league. It's actually Churam, the son of former Juventus defender Lillian Churam, who's got 10 goals. He's by far the most exciting player. Borussia Mönchengladbach were top of the Bundesliga for a considerable part of the first part of the season. And before... The league was suspended. They got a 2-1 win over fierce rivals Cologne. They have failed, however, to get out of their Europa League group this season. Very similar to Arsenal or Spurs in the Premier League. They're a big side. They've fallen away for quite a considerable time, but now they're trying to work their way back up. However, there are struggles in Europe.
0: In fifth place, we've got Bayern Leverkusen. Bayern Leverkusen, in the last... 10 seasons, they've only finished below the top five once and they've only finished above third once. So they're really always finishing third, fourth or fifth. Um, I'd liken them to Arsenal for that reason, but also many others. They've beaten all at home this season so they've got the ability to beat the big boys. Havertz is a young attacking the midfielder who's got loads of promise linked to the Premier League and also Bailey is a player who uh, hasn't really said a the right, but he has potential too. They've got Schalke and Bayern left to play, but they have the ability to win those six-pointers and really get into those Champions League positions. Top scorers, Roland with nine. It's quite interesting with Leverkusen because they're there in West Germany where they're surrounded by a number of teams in a really small, densely populated area in terms of cities. They've got Cologne, Gladbach, Dortmund, Schalke and Dusseldorf, all the stones throw away. Real hub for football in West Germany. They've, and, and as I said, Arsenal,
1: steady in third to fifth, big club amongst many other ones, like in London, and Champions League finalists in the noughties but dropped off really since then. And in sixth place, if you were to consider the Bundesliga to have a big five, Schalke are there just a few points away from them, but not enough to actually be getting any higher at the moment. Their top scorer, Amin Harit, as well as Sardar with seven goals, they occupy the last Europa League spot. Uh, they're sort of considered the best of the rest. Or oh, They did start the season well, however, have only won one game out of their last 10 fixtures. And they've got to the quarters of the German Cup. In terms of who I'd like them to, I have them as Everton as they're sort of considered the best of the rest. However, there is a striking similarity to that of Saints in the fact that they have produced some fantastic talents over the years, the likes of Meza Ozil and Manuel Neuer. Southampton, of course, with their great academy will certainly have plenty of comparison to go with that one so but however in terms of current performance i'd liken them to everton in, bef- in being best of the rest in seventh place the first team outside the european spots is wolfsburg one point behind sixth place wagost is uh, their top scorer and 11 goals there are a number of players on
0: 11 goals in the german league so he'll hope to come back to form once they return uh, they won the bundesliga only once in 2009 German Cup in 2015 and the looks of De Bruyne and Dzeko made their names for this side but they've also got Dortmund uh, Leverkusen and Gladbach so it might be a, a tall order for, uh, for Wolfsburg big button, to get into that top six with some real tough fixtures I would liken them myself to, uh, to Leicester as they're quite an average side within their league but they had that one historic season when they went on to win the the title and they have they have managed to win a couple of cup competitions here and there as well but
1: Wolfsburg really trying to get back into those Champions League positions after uh, a couple of seasons out. In eighth place, we have got Freiburg. Their top scorer, Nils Peterson, sits with eight goals. They're currently firmly in the chasing pack for the Europa League. They finished 13th last season, so this has been a considerable improvement if they can hold on to that. They spent the first half of the season actually in the top four, but have fallen away with just four wins in their last 13 games. Very similar to Burnley in the fact that they can start the season well. They're quite solid. Their top scorer isn't very high Scoring, but they can challenge for Europa League. But probably most leagues will end up around mid-table. In ninth,
0: Hoffenheim, the original bad boys of the German league, they were hated just before Leipzig came along because they were taken over in 2000 and in the fifth tier. And by 2008, they'd made it to the Bundesliga. They sit in ninth position, as I said, two points off the European spot in sixth. They've beaten Bayern Munich. Borussia Dortmund and Leverkusen but their inconsistencies let them down and they're in mid-table you may have heard about the offensive banner in their game with uh, Bayern Munich Bayern fans not happy with with Hop, who's the man that took them over in 2000 and invested a lot of money the last 15 minutes of that game were played in the end after uh, after teams threatened to, to leave the pitch but when I say played in inverted commas because they essentially just passed the ball around and there were no goals the game, the game was already won by Bayern at that point. point third place in 2017 18 best ever finish Kramerich former Leicester player plays up front with them top scorer with 7, uh, seven goals but they really do struggle to score goals don't have an out and out goal scorer for that reason I'd maybe liken them to Crystal Palace uh, inconsistent no goal scorers but upsets in the locker if you want to look another way Chelsea as that initial side under Abramovich who really invested and, and and took the Premier League by storm, just don't quite have that trophy cabinet that Chelsea do. They've still got Cologne to play, who you're about to go into in 10th place, in terms of the teams around them. No one else, really. They've got Dortmund and Leipzig. They might be an outside bet to break into that top six.
1: So in 10th place, we have got FC Cologne, newly promoted, having won the Bundesliga 2 last season. A big side that got relegated the season before, and what was a disappointing campaign, well of course it's going to be disappointing they got relegated but they have done really well having to be a newly promoted side they're in the chasing pack for the Europa League they're five points behind Schalke but five points are certainly a total that they can eat into it's been a very solid first year back standout players for them along with Cordoba you've got Timo Horn in goal a fantastic German goalkeeper you've got Anthony Modeste and Hector in the defense so there's quality all around the park Very similar to Saints in terms of form that they've had this season. Cologne started the season with just eight points from their first 14 games, but since have turned it around with eight wins in 11. So very much mirroring that of Southampton's current season after the dreadful start and the resurgence since the winter. Right,
0: in 11th place, uh, Union Berlin. They're they're kind of the, the only team that don't really have anything to play for. They're seven points off of Europe, which is a bit of an ask. Um, and eight points above the relegation zone. So uh, they're, they're the side actually, that managed to win promotion of our health. We were talking about last season, so they finished third. Um, it's their first season in the top division. And as I said, they won that playoff. They're only sixth side to do so. The sixth industry in those lower leagues, as I said, they're, 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 it's their first season in the Bundesliga. Strong defensively, but... Not much for them to play for and not much going, going forward. But in terms of a steely, strong defence and a side that's just been promoted, I liken them to Sheffield United um, and also their, old, their their history going back way back into the war. Um, in the short term, I'd suggest maybe for the rest of this season, Union Berlin wouldn't be a team worth supporting because they've got their feet up potentially. But long term, it'd be interesting to see how they get on because they've had a successful season um, so far in this debut season. Seb Poulter used to play for QPR. He's up front. Football League fans might uh, might remember him. But uh, Anderson on 11 goals uh, uh, is their top scorer and is way out in front of their next top scorer. So really kind of one of those teams
1: would look up a striker who's, who's really saved them this season in Addison he only got 12 last season in the Bundesliga 2 and that is Union Berlin 12th place we have got Eintracht Frankfurt their top scorer Kostic with 12 goals however don't let those goals deceive you since his end product has actually been quite erratic. This side they reached the Europa League semis last season and were knocked out by Chelsea. They had a brilliant strike force in Luka Jovic and Sebastian Haller. Obviously Jovic is now at Real Madrid, Haller is now at West Ham and since then Frankfurt season has been disappointing. They've since they've lost those players, they're not really in the running for the Europa League. They did get through the Europa League group stage but lost their first leg 3-0 to Basel. So that's going to be an incredibly disappointing end to their journey should that stop there, considering they got so far in the competition last year. Stand-up players yeah. for them, Kostic, Andre Silva, they have up front as well. They've only got three wins in their last 15 games. So it has been a very disappointing season, sort of after the Lord Mayor's show. If I could liken them to a Premier League side, I wouldn't liken them to one of this season. It would actually be the Middlesbrough Fulham when they had their UEFA cup runs. And having done so well for one season, it's sort of gone back to normality for the next one. In 13th, we've got the other Berlin side, Hertha Berlin from West Berlin. They play actually
0: in the Olympia Stadion, which is the biggest stadium in Germany, where the German national team plays 75,000. They can hold there. six points above relegation zone, so... Worryingly, looking over their shoulder, they actually had a really poor cool start to the season, and then uh, and then improved from there. Much like uh, FC Cologne, um, strangely, three managers this season, and uh, the second of which was German legend Jürgen Klinsmann, whose first fans will know well. But after ten weeks, he decided to announce on Facebook that uh, that he was stepping down. He was going to go back into the coaching staff, but the manner in which he uh, announced that the club didn't want him anymore Solomon Kalou Chelsea fans will remember he plays there Gruzic on loan from uh, Liverpool and uh, Didric Boyata former Man City youth player he is at Hertha Berlin still got Leipzig Dortmund, Leverkusen, and Gladbach to play all in those upper echelons so those six points suddenly seem uh, not so much above the relegation zone only one of their final nine games is against the side below them in the table and that's Augsburg and they're only one point and one place below them so Hertha Berlin if you're, if you're glutton for punishment maybe go with them because they're, they're in 13th three places above the, the, the relegation zone six points but it might be a difficult end, and they might be that side that gets sucked into the relegation zone. I would liken them to West Ham United. They're in the Olympic Stadium uh, recently, and maybe a stadium that's above their station and the size of a club, where they are in the league, capital city. There's a real emphasis on producing youth, and West Ham, of course. Did that with a number of players in, in the noughties, relegated in 2010, promoted in 2012 and the manager change as well with Pellegrini, staying, so, Pellegrini leaving. So a number of similarities between those two sides.
1: Augsburg. Now, Southampton fans, you may remember them from a pre-season friendly when that was one of the first games under Maurizio Pellegrino where uh, Southampton actually lost at home 4-0 to Augsburg, a team that had just been beaten 2-1 by Championship side Middlesbrough only a few days before. So that was a sign of things to come. So for Augsburg, they are currently five points off the relegation playoff spot. They did finish 15th last season. So it's sort of treading water once more. They've got five wins in six in a really good amount of good period of form during the middle of the season. And this is sort of keeping them above that drop line. But however, I've got only one win in nine since. And in their final games, they do play against basement boys Paderborn and Mainz, who are also in the relegation zone. Two games where they have to simply pick up points if they want to avoid being dragged into the battle at the bottom I'd liken them to Brighton at the moment, as they are quite newly promoted in the last few years. They have come into the top league, but since then they've sort of been treading water. Maybe a good patch of form here or there, but they are going to probably finish the season towards the bottom of the table.
0: And the team just below them are Mainz in 15th. They're four four points and only one place above that third potential relegation zone. Top goal scorer, and he's the fourth top goal scorer in the league, so really has been keeping them up. Uh, this season so far, it's crazy on He's on twelve goals. They actually signed eleven new players this season, so a real change around in the playing staff and an attempt to push them up the league. But that really, really hasn't worked for them uh, so far. Managed by Klopp when they were promoted in two thousand and three, two thousand and four. Uh, before he went to Dortmund, so Liverpool fans might might be interested for that reason. Bundesliga side since 2009. They've got Werder Bremen who will come on to who are in the 17th in the penultimate game of the season. So that could be huge. But they also have uh, Leipzig, Dortmund and Leverkusen left to play. Uh, Jeffrey Broomer, former Chelsea youth product, and Edmilson Fernandez, who was with uh, West Ham just a couple of seasons ago, uh, are in this mine's team. I would actually liken this team to Southampton because they've got that informed striker, who's essentially the main reason why they're in the position they're in. Sixth place in 2016 the same as the Saints, and uh, they've been flirting with relegation for the last couple of seasons since that really high finish um, and also promoted 11 years ago in a similar sort
1: of... uh Time to the Saints. So yeah, that's mains and Saints. I would, uh, I would liken. So in 16th place, and of course that relegation playoff zone, we've got Dusseldorf. Their top scorer Hennings has got 13 goals. Now they have scored the fewest number of goals this season, joint fewest with just 27 goals as a team. So you could again. There's quite a few likenesses to Saints in terms of you've got Ings and you've got Hennings scoring the majority of the goals for the two sides in terms of where would they be without those goals while Dusseldorf. They are sort of mired towards the bottom, have it with that poor strike force aside from Hennings. They have won just five games this season. They're four points from complete safety. They finished 10th last season. So, you know, milling around the mid-table, but this season has been disastrous. However, they do go into the last few games on a sort of good run of form. They've only lost one out of their last six. They've, however, have only won one of those games too. So, you know, unbeaten run. You try and get every cloud has a silver lining. Their game this weekend is huge. They play Paderborn. It's a must win, an absolute must win. I'd liken them currently to Watford in terms of low scoring, but they do have that talismanic striker up front who sort of like Troy Deeney now, the Basement Boys.
0: Yeah, the first of which in 17th. Bit of a surprise, Werder Bremen this season. uh, They're in 17th, 18 points, four away from the team in 16th, and then eighth away from that first definite safe position of 15th. Although they do have a game in hand, but they'll need to get a move on. Um, they actually have the record 56 seasons consecutively in the Bundesliga since it formed in 1963. So they've been a mainstay. And this is going to be the uh, the biggest season for them in terms of trying to stay in the division because it's the biggest chance uh, of them dropping out of it. Second in 2010, three top half finishes since then. So they had that. Peak season, but since then they haven't, they've struggled, they've struggled a lot. Um, Four Bundesligas, six German Cups, they got the double in 2004, they won the German Cup in 2009. Uh, European Cup Winners' Cup in 92 and they were UEFA Cup finalists in 2009 so they were doing so well for the Bremen their rivals actually interestingly are Hamburg and they're the team currently third in the Bundesliga too so if they did finish 16th and there was a playoff there'd be a derby match between those two sides which would be fantastic viewing Pizarro former Chelsea striker 41 years of age turns 42 in October still playing for them so if you're relying on those sorts of players maybe that's a reason why you're struggling David Klassen and Sahin both spent short periods uh, on Merseyside for Everton and Liverpool respectively they've still got Leverkusen Gladbach Schalke and Bayern to play so some hard games but they've got Mines and, uh, and, and they've got Paderborn which is the, the bottom two sides so huge games for them for a Premier League team I'd like them to Villa I know they got relegated recently before that they were a Premier League mainstay uh, usually in the upper half of the table um, not as many titles to to their names but um, Bundesliga mainstays in World of Bremen and I'd liken them to, to Aston Villa
1: and now we come to 18th place the very bottom of the league we've got Panama they were promoted last season having finished second in this Bundesliga too they are 10 points off safety. They've had four wins all season. Their top scorer has got just five goals. They are the epitome of dead and buried. There is a very little chance of Paderborn making a dramatic escape from the Bundesliga. They are playing sides around them, so there are points to be got at. However, Paderborn with just four wins all season, are they going to get the number of wins that they need in those last games? I don't see it happening. I'd liken them to Norwich purely because Norwich. I would <laughs> liken them to Norwich. Both sides with a very, very little hope of actually surviving uh, in in the league, and will probably go back down. Maybe mount another promotion challenge. They're sort of they seem to be quite a, a yo-yo club. However, yeah. They're dead and buried. Who have they got left to play? Because just looking at the table now with Paderborn, I mean, they are—they haven't been great and they've only got four wins. So they obviously have to mount a bit more of a challenge. But they're only six points below the team in 16th and then you get the chance for a playoff. So two wins away. If they got teams around them... <clears throat> Let's all get behind Palatone. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. If you if you want uh, if you want to be a fan of uh, the complete underdogs, go with Palatone. They they are playing. Dusseldorf, they're playing Mainz, they're playing Augsburg, so they are playing sides around them, sides that, you know, forget about the top of the table. It's all about the bottom at the moment. It's gonna be exciting towards the end of the season. You've got six pointers here, there, and everywhere. So throw away your Dortmunds and your Bayern Munichs and get behind Paderborn and Dusseldorf, see what they can do.
0: Be interesting. Have you have you decided yourself on the side that you want that you want to support or particularly keep a keen eye on and follow. I haven't thought of one myself. I'll probably probably have more of a think on this podcast. But, I mean, we're both Southampton supporters and there'll be a lot of fans of of all sorts of teams that will just be used to having a glutton for punishment and might look for a team similar to theirs. But this is also an opportunity for... Uh, fans of, of big Premier League sides that might think, oh, actually, maybe I'll support a, a smaller or struggling side in, in Germany, or vice versa. You might be a fan down at the bottom, like a Norwich or a Bournemouth or West Ham. Maybe you'd like to know what it's like to to follow a team that's really challenging for a title in the Champions League. Maybe Bruce that Gladbach, who have been up there for the past few seasons but aren't an absolute powerhouse like the likes of Bayern Munich. So you you might be used to being at the top of the table and therefore you might want to stick with the ball in uh, cop-outs that are the likes of Bayern Munich or you might be used to (laughs) Glutton for punishment so you might want to stick with Paderborn, but You might also want
1: to mix things up. I've actually got a number of clubs that I do want to keep an eye on. In terms of exciting football, Dortmund are the team to go for if you actually want to watch a game which is going to excite you uh, with the quality on display, the young talent that's on display. However, since the pre-season game against Cologne last summer, I have a soft spot for them. It was good. It was really good chatting to their fans before the game. We got a few interviews. That's actually in one of our... Very early episodes of the Underlights podcast, I believe it's episode two. So if you want to go back and listen to us uh, giving them a few interviews, then do go for that. So I've looked and we had a nice, uh, pleasant exchange with Cologne on Twitter in the build up to the game. So I've uh, definitely kept an eye on them and uh, I want to see them do well. However, you know, they're on the outskirts of Europa League football. Are they going to really fall into the relegation trap? You'd imagine not. So in terms of excitement, Cologne may not be the team to go for because they just could be the steady Eddie side and just finish mid-table. So you know what? I'm going to look out for them. I hope they do well. But I'm sticking my mast on FC Paderborn. You know, come on. Everyone's got to get behind them. You can be the 12th man. Save them from relegation. Paderborn all the way. I'm actually, uh, after the podcast, I'm going to go off and see if I can get a shirt online. I think I, I mean,
0: Paderborn are going to be on the list of most of us. So I, I want to see them. Mounting that great escape. Looking at the table, I'm backing them to do it. FC Paderborn, I think they can finish in that 16th place and give themselves a fighting chance. Um, Will, I I think it's a good idea for us to tag uh, FC Cologne, official FC Cologne on on Twitter because as you said, they got in touch with us after that pre-season friendly and that podcast and and a club that we've wanted to do well and they have had a good debut season. So, uh, we'll keep an eye on those but as you said, in terms of excitement this season maybe not but maybe further seasons after this you might become Bundesliga fans just from watching this for a month Uh, we'll keep an eye out for Cologne I think Paderborn for me and uh, from the research that we've done I think there's a chance that Hoffenheim could make a late surge for that sixth European spot they've got good fixtures um, and they seem like a bit of a madhouse club as well so it might be quite interesting to watch I agree with you on, on Dortmund. I mean, uh, I've, I've, I'm a Dortmund fan over a Bayern Munich fan, but I think based on all three of those, you can see that we're we're the fans of lower league sides because we we want the side that are the underdogs and have got the, the chance to cause the upset or make a late surge. So I want Dortmund to win the league. It'd be good to see someone like Hoffenheim try and sneak their way into the top six and then... The Great Escape for SC Paderborn is on the cards. You heard it here first.
1: I'll just say this. It's not going to be much of a dare or whatever, but if, FC, if, uh, if Paderborn do manage to survive, I will buy every one of their different variations of kits with my name on the back. I don't think it's Man. going to happen, but if they do, I'm going to stick with it.
0: Get under the lights on the back.
1: Under no. the lights, exactly, exactly. Which team are you going to follow in the first round of fixtures for the rest of the Bundesliga season? Contact us, leave a comment at under underscore Saints. My Twitter handle is at T214Murray. Mine is at Callum Wilson 21 And all I would say is if anyone does want to comment, um, it might be interesting
0: for us to do a, a weekly kind of recap of what, not only what's happened in terms of the lack of fans and everything, but actually a recap on the games themselves and how the table looks because at the moment the Bundesliga is all we've got so that'll be of interest to people. Um, give us a shout and we'll probably, we'll probably do that. but this has been uh, this has been under the lights. thanks for listening.